Welcome to the Sales and Relationship Currency Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Bins, your sales and client relationship expert. Yes, I know, not the typical relationships you might be thinking about. I'm talking about the relationship currency you have with your clients and the impact it has on your business. You won't find typical business advice here. I'm on a mission to bring back the art of customer service that converts to sales. I've spent decades exceeding my sales targets because of the relationship I have with my clients, how I take care of them, how I nurture them, and the strategies I use to find new clients. Whether you are new or already earning high amounts, you will learn how to skyrocket your sales without having to solely rely on social media. Build a business that you are proud of, that you are deeply connected to your clients, get to that next level of income and experience that time freedom that everyone's talking about. Because when we create the raving fan, it leads to repeat clients, a stronger brand, more sales, and the referrals are rolling in. And we do all of this without having to do more work. I am all about keeping things simple and effective. A breath of fresh air, right? Let's roll the next episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sales and Relationship Currency Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Bins. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been an awesome relaunch of the uh, podcast, and I'm so excited for you to be here. We have had some amazing downloads and great feedback, so thank you so much. And before we get into today's episode, I thought I would just give you a bit of a update as to what's been going on behind the scenes here. So, and some lessons I've learned, let's be honest about it, right? So for the past couple of weeks, I've been on the sort of half in, half out vacation mode. You know, it's like we were off as a family for a week. And at the same time, we didn't really go anywhere. Like we were just sort of hanging around the house and doing day trips and stuff like that. And it was interesting because it's like you sort of feel like you're on vacation, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Because it's sort of you're in your own space, which is fun to spend some just chill time with the kids. And truthfully, one of the kiddos was in daycare. So most of the time. So it was just sort of the three of us with our oldest. Um, So we were doing things together. We went we had a little mini vacation. We went away. Um, My husband and I for a couple of days. And again, we sort of stayed local, but we were away from the kids, which was great. Um, because we, we need that. It has been a year since we have been away together. And for us, that's a really long time for other people. I got lots of comments on Instagram. It was like, we have, we've been, we haven't been away together in five years. We haven't been away together in three years. And and that may be okay for you. And it might not be okay. And it might just be the reality but also at the same time, for my husband and I, that was just far too long for us. Um, we don't have a lot of help. Um, so when we do get it, we take the chance to to get away. And, you know, it was nice just to reconnect and chill. And oftentimes we would be um, just re- both reading our books and not saying anything and just being in silence. Like we didn't also have to do much, right? We did go to the States and did a little mini road trip there for the day and came back. But it was just nice to talk about things that we don't normally talk about and, you know, spend quiet time. And this whole point of 
um, spending time together is to shift up the energy, of course, get out of the way of the day-to-day life in your house and, you know, cooking dinners and dropping kids off and picking them up and blah, 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 all that stuff, right? But really, it's that we were putting ourselves first and what we needed um, above anything else. And that's really important because it is able, you are able to connect with each other on a different level and a way that has been missing for a long time because of life and kids and all that kind of stuff, right? So it was great to be away and reconnect. And at the same time, you're like, it's not long enough, right? So then our brain starts going, how can we get away for a whole week into a different destination? Like it would take some finagling and stuff, but um, but it gets you thinking about those things. It gets you thinking bigger. <clears throat> If we had started at home having that conversation, it would have been, how can we get away for three days? We got away for three days. Okay, right? But then those three days have led to a week. How can we get away for a week? And now, you know, the plans of figuring out how we can do that next year of getting away, right? But when you stay in the same environment, in the same small space for a long time, then the goal, just like in business, is small because you're not out of the environment to look at the bigger picture in a different light. So anyways, we had a nice time away. Let's be honest, had a glass of wine and some quiet time and slept like babies and, you know, had nobody waking us up in the morning, which was amazing. So um, that was there. And the rest of the time, it's interesting how then I was home for a week with my oldest, just me and him. And I did a bit of work here and there, but at the same time, again, I was not that I was desperate for him to go back to camp in the way of like, I wanted to get rid of him, not in that way, but in the sense of that structure, like I thrive in structure. I love structure and there was just none when he was home and it's fine for a while, but two weeks was long enough, let me tell you. Um, so for me personally, it's just, I don't thrive in, I guess, lack of structure, right? And most of us don't. So some lessons have learned that when we go on a vacation, we actually, I think, need to actually physically go somewhere. Um, day trips and stuff are fun, but at the same time, it's the summer vacation. And listen, <coughs> <clears throat> there's a lot of factors as to why we didn't go away this year, um, which I won't get into now, but it's just, that's the way it worked out. And what we had to do for our family and our extended family this year is we had to, had to be local. So that sort of came to a head there. And, but then it has us planning for next summer and what we really want to do. Um, and how can we make a big splash next year? And that everything thrives in routine, in workflows, in checklists, and because then you can have the flexibility to go and do whatever you want, right? But if you don't have those, as I experienced it last week, um, I just was not feeling great. And and to top it all off, throughout this whole thing, I did something to my back and I haven't been able to go to the gym for um, I'm going on almost three weeks now, and uh, that has really thrown a wrench into things. 
because I was thriving. You guys know I've been talking about this. I've been thriving and loving going to the gym at 6 a.m. Everything is, you know, trucking along and feeling good. And then it's been three weeks. I haven't been able to lift anything. And uh, it's been really, really hard. So I've had to check in with my mind on a, way more than I used to um, because that physical exertion and that physical routine isn't there. And hopefully I'll be able to get back this week a little bit, um, but I'm still not, I'm like 50% better than I was. So anyways, all this to say, I got a greater appreciation for my body and how well it was doing until the back thing happened. Um, and that I always know that I thrive in routines, but sometimes you need a real wake up call again to change up the energy of your routines and how you do things and how you approach things. So there's life update. Hopefully the back will get better. And we still have three weeks left of summer before school. And technically we have like five weeks left of summer because the last day of summer isn't until the middle of September. So on this, I am so excited today to be talking about your relationship currency with yourself. I have been having so many conversations and talking about this on Instagram of why people find it so difficult to build into their business this reconnection and this staying in touch with clients, staying on top of clients, staying ahead of clients, um, being in touch with them on a regular basis, doing things um, out of the ordinary for them. The reason you find it difficult and that you do not want to do it and that you want to put this whole like, if you could see me like air quotes, quote unquote, like client care, you see it as a to-do list and a, oh, I really should do it. You see it that way because you are not putting yourself first in your life. And this was resonating so much with people. You know, when they say like, my DMs were blowing up. <laughs> I don't know if that's like always true, but I'll tell you, I had way more conversations around that than I have in a very long time. And people are like, yes, this is so true. Oh my gosh, I get it now. Totally. Okay. This is how I, you know, I need some help do figuring out how to do this. So and guys, I'm totally riffing here. I don't have any notes for my podcast today. I just felt very compelled to talk about this here. And because this comes so naturally to me, um, I find it easy to, to share with you. So what you want to look at is, you know, where are you not asking for help at home? And I've started to even like enroll my eight-year-old in things that are chores that have to be done around the house that I'm just not doing anymore. <laughs> like I need your help. And this is how you can earn some allowance or what have you. But it's like, I, I cannot do everything for everybody in this house. And listen, I have a very 50-50 um, husband who helps out a lot, but the majority of stuff does fall on me because I have a more flexible schedule. I have, you know, it's just, that's the way it is. And he's out of the office, he's out of the house now working. So it's, that's how it is. However, I'm very good at taking time by myself. I'm very good at, at even communicating to my kids. Like mom needs, you know, half an hour to like read a book in peace. And then I'll come back and, and do things with you. Or 
you know, going for a walk or doing those things and taking on hobbies and things that I'm starting to really love. Like this summer has been the summer of, you know, reading like fiction, having fun with it. I've plowed through so many books that I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I read that many books. You know, I, you guys know I've been taking up my sewing. I've been going to the gym, but I've been putting my health first. And in the last two weeks, let me tell you, it has been like a free for all. I just no structure, no nothing. And I can tell I've consumed more sugar than I normally do. And I feel like crap. And then I, that's not putting myself first. And then I get irritated and I get annoyed with myself. I get annoyed with the kids because I don't feel good. So when you are not putting yourself first, the last thing you want to do is something extra in your business of taking care of your clients because it's outputting more and it doesn't occur to you as a revenue generating source. And that's where the problem is, is, well, it's not a problem. It's I'm here to shift your mindset and changing that. Because where that output comes into play is the revenue generating source. But because you're outputting, you feel like you're outputting all the time, you don't want to do it. Because you're outputting to your family, to your friends, to your kids, to driving the kids around to various activities or doing things. We're in this, I don't know about you guys, but... I'm in the sandwich generation where we're looking after our parents as well. And so you're outputting there and it's just output, output, output. So my message to you here is what are you going to do to input for you, for your business, for your health, for your sanity, for your soul? What is it that like the line is drawn in the sand here. Like, what are we doing in order to input what makes you happy and makes you feel good? So that could look like going for a bike ride at seven in the morning before the kids get up. Or um, now, listen, if you're a single mom and you can't do that, I get it. We got to work in and around your schedule um, so that it does work for you. Maybe it's taking a pottery class. My best friend has just taken up pottery and she is in love with it. She's wanted to take a pottery class for years and she's doing it and she's totally inputting into herself. And it's awesome. I go over to her house and I see all these new creations that she's making. And, you know, sometimes she'll say, what do you think this is? I'm like, I have no idea, but she had fun making it, right? So if you are not inputting into yourself, and this is like, goes beyond... <clears throat> this whole self-care thing, right? Self-care is really important. But it's more than a catchphrase. Self-care isn't just like lip service. It's actually doing it. And doing it for a significant amount of time so that it becomes like second nature to you. So when we look at our relationship currency with ourselves, ask yourself, like, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, woo, you are rolling in the currency. Like, you are rocking it. It's great. One being, um, like, you're feeling depleted. 
right? You want to ask yourself, where, where are you on that scale? And then you put the action that corresponds with the number that you're at. And really, it's not that if you're at a one, you have to completely revamp everything. But maybe pick one thing that is important to you and input it that way. Even if you're at a 10, you can look at changing things around or tweaking things slightly. So being at a one, you want to actually do the input. Being at a 10, you look at tweaking it and maybe up-leveling it and like really, you know, going the full throttle of how you want to be living your life. So the other thing is, is that clients know, they know when you are not inputting, they can tell that you are depleted. So then they feel bad about asking you something because subconsciously they know that you're frazzled or you're busy or you don't have time for them. So subconsciously, they're going to go and ask somebody else. Oh, she's too busy for me. Or she's got too much going on. Like, you, I know that. Like, when I have, like, you know when you've talked to somebody who you, um, or if you follow them online, it's like, you know that they're frazzled or they're just, you know, not their best self. You don't want to be around that person's energy. It happens all the time. So even though you're not saying it, that's why I didn't really go on and on about my back because I don't want to put that energy out there. Not that I don't want to share it with people, but I still have to live my life and I'm still present and and doing things. I'm just managing it, right? So you guys are my family here on the podcast. So I feel like I it is relevant to this conversation. So this is where you want to look at what are the things I can do. So here are a couple of things that you can look at doing to fill up your cup before you have to go and output again. So take, first take stock of the current situation and pick one thing that's not working and ask help in that area. It could be business. It could be around the house. It could be with a friend. It could be a neighbor. It's like, you know, I have a neighbor who just had a baby. And every time I go to the grocery store, I was like, do you need anything? Do you need anything? You know, she's always, and actually now she's taking me up on my offer. Oh, I'd love, can you pick me up some potatoes? Are you can do that. Okay, great. Right. All those things are happening. And asking for help is going to be the first step, right? And it could be hiring somebody. It could be hiring somebody for your business to help you with something that you've been putting off for a while. So that's the first step. The second step is like, what would be something that would make you so happy? Like I've been wanting to sew for so long. And I know you might be listening going, I sewing does not interest me. Okay, great. What interests you? Is it watercolors? Is it sketching? Is it, um, you know, reading some kinds of new novels, whatever it might be. And then go and take the action towards that. Go sign up for the class. Go take an art class. Go take a karate class or a self-defense class. That's my next one. I want to do a self-defense course. So I feel strong and powerful. And the other thing I want to do is take a, uh, what's the other thing? A first aid course. So like if somebody's in distress, I can help them on the street. So I feel powerful in that area. Anyways, that's a sidebar. So those are the things. And then you start to see the impacts that it's having on your life and your business. And people like, 
you know, I got stopped yesterday in the street and one of my um, women I know in the neighborhood, works in the neighborhood, her kids go to the same school. She's like, you just look so vibrant. What? You look great. How are things going? Because I think yesterday was the first day I could, you know, in a while, you know, put myself first and do things for me, meeting a client, getting dressed up, putting some makeup on, you know, putting structure back. And I was a totally different person than I was, you know, last week. So those are the things, those are the inputs that you have to do and look at. And then it's also enrolling other people in what you are up to, telling those people that are a really safe space for you of what you're doing or enroll a friend in going to do whatever you want to do. Or maybe it's booking that trip that you've always wanted to do. do a solo trip. Let me tell you, if you can afford it and you have can get away for a couple of days, go do a solo trip on a beach somewhere or a city that you've always wanted to visit and have an amazing time. That is like the ultimate putting yourself first, right? And these are just little things that are going to fill your cup so that then you can be of service to your clients and you don't feel resentful or annoyed or a to-do list. Then your business is going to be thriving because you feel like you're outputting in a way that feels good. And then the energy comes back to you. The business comes back to you. People pick up on your energy. They pick up on your vibe. They want to be a part of your space, your service, right? They want all of those things. So whether you're saying it or not, subconsciously, they know. That is my message to you. People know and pick up on your energy. And it might sound woo-woo to you, but I'm telling you, it is, it's out there and it's true. And it's a real thing. So those are my tips for you on how to fill your cup and create that relationship see that relationship currency with yourself so that your relationship currency with your clients becomes the raving fan, becomes the referral, has revenue coming back to you in an organic way that is in conjunction with your marketing material, your paid ads, your um your referrals, right? It all works together. But this is this portion that you are missing in your business. So if this is something that you're like, yes, Aaron, I understand what is going on and I need this. I need you in my life. So there's a couple different ways in which we can work together. One, we can have a strategy session where you'll walk away with a plan and an action. You'll get me in deep in your business and you will, we will give you the blueprint as to how you can stay in touch with your clients that feels good for you and that um, is going to have them have a totally different client experience with you. So there's that. It's a 90-minute session. We can do that together. The next one would be a one-day session. It's a VIP day. It's total vibe. It's so fun. It takes place here in Toronto at a luxury hotel. Lunch is on me. And we basically go through every aspect of your business for the entire day. And you are left with, we will put a few things into action, but it gets you moving. And it has me deep in your business for that whole day. And then we, if you need a follow-up, we can do that as well. But you'll also have a plan and execution. And we're going to look at every single area of your business. It's 
awesome. So that is um, a VIP day with me. Now, if you're virtual and we need to do it virtually, we can do that. And we can even break it up into two different sessions. And then if you are looking for the full kit and caboodle, this is the client code method is actually where we sit down as if we are in the VIP day, but then I will go back and execute all of it for you, you and your business, put it all together. You need content, you need um, touch point systems, you need to actually input into your system, all that stuff. It's like a, it is a done for you service as the client code method. It is excellent. It has amazing results because this is where, this is for the person who doesn't have time. I know many people don't have time, but this is like, no, I just want you to do it for me. And then it will get you up and running. And we are together for two months. You've got me on retainer and it's this beautiful partnership. And I get to know your business very, very well. So those are your three options. I would send me a DM and Instagram at Aaron Bins or send me an email. Hello at AaronBins.com. And I will, we will figure out what's the best option for you. But there's nothing like this out there that I see that people are offering that is making a huge difference. You know, I've had clients where they haven't been in touch with somebody for seven years. And all of a sudden I said, send one email to everybody you've ever worked with and eight pieces of business comes comes back to them. So this is where we have to stay connected to clients. Otherwise they're going to go somewhere else. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, put yourself first. Fill up your relationship currency to yourself so that you can then give more to your clients so they give more to you. Have an amazing day. It goes without saying, but thank you so much for tuning in every single week. I absolutely love connecting with you here on the podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please five-star rate and review this podcast. It helps get the podcast out there to so many more entrepreneurs, and we are all about supporting and helping fellow business owners, right? Also, if you could leave a comment, it does go farther than you think, and I would truly appreciate it. Of course, you can find me on Instagram at Aaron Bins and my website, AaronBins.com. Now go out there and connect with somebody, a past client, an old friend, or somebody that you've been meaning to reach out to, but you've been too nervous to do so. It doesn't have to be that scary, I promise. And it will have a greater impact on your business than you ever imagined. See you on the next episode. Can't wait to connect.